I like that little jam. What's up, Big Pat 44? Pulling up, pulling up, pulling up. I pull up, I pull up, I pull up. Welcome, everyone, to the We Talking About Sports NBA pull up. We got Big Pat 44 to my left, and then me, your boy Ron from We All Win and We Talking About Sports. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to Roland, our other homies who couldn't make it today. Roland got a huge trip coming up. It's his birthday this weekend. Anything, yeah. anything you want to say before we get started to the main man, Roland, and his upcoming birthday weekend, Ben? No, I was just going to say that by the time everybody hears this, I think his birthday's tomorrow, Friday. We're recording on Thursday. So if y'all yeah. listen to this, just hop on Facebook or Twitter, wherever. Wish Roland a happy birthday. He's got a Vegas trip lined up this weekend. So wish him luck over there. Hopefully he brings back that money. Vegas rolling, Vegas rolling. He'll be he'll be putting in some teasers for sure. Oh, he's gonna be kicking it with Vegas Dave for sure. For eso, for eso. <laughs> Damn man, he must be doing something right, man, uh, out there in Vegas uh, for his birthday. But happy birthday, man! Hope you have fun. But let's get into it, Ben. Uh, the NBA pull up. We talking about sports action. We're from Texas. Just a couple guys doing some podcasts here for homies from Texas, from the Valley, from the nine five six. Bringing you a little bit of what we like to talk about. So without further ado, keeping it with Roland, things Roland likes to say. Without further, <laughs> without further ado, man, let's just uh, let's just pull up to it real quick. Uh, here it is. This is what you know. We'll be discussing today. Here's the here's the game plan. You want to take us through the game plan real quick, Ben? Shit, I'm just look. I, I, we got the first quarter. We're gonna go through NBA power rankings, East and Western Conference. In the second quarter, trouble in LA, trouble in La La Land. Oh no! We we know Ron's a big Laker fan, big King James fan, so we'll see if if he's got the answers. You got the answer. <laughs> you don't got the answers, Sway. We're gonna find out if Ron has the answers. Call up AI. I need an answer. In the third quarter, we're gonna get to the All Star Game voting. There's been a lot a lot of uh, hoopla with the All Star Game voting, and some players, you know, that are gonna be getting in based on fan vote that probably don't deserve to be in there. I was gonna say, just say what needs to be said, cause put out my ass. Gotcha, my <laughs> And then in the fourth quarter, the trade de- the trade deadline is in February, so we're about two to three weeks away from the trade deadline. We'll get into that. See what teams we think need to make moves. We've heard players rumored out there uh, to be traded. Some guys that could really help some contenders. Uh, and shit, we ain't got no overtime, so. We ain't, no, gotta worry, we ain't gotta worry about them unders if we ain't got no overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Why lie? Why lie? But let's get into it. Let's uh the first quarter, man. The whistle just blew. So as we were talking about the power rankings, here it is. This is the Eastern Conference standings. Surprisingly, I mean, nobody saw this coming. At least I didn't. First year that this team being together, Chicago Bulls, man, followed by the Heat, the Nets, Milwaukee, 76ers, Cavaliers, Hornets, and Wizards rounding it out at the playoffs ended today. Now, we got huge names, man, teams that have been strong in the East before, yep. like the Celtics and the Raptors, uh, the Hawks. They had a great year last year. The Trey, Knicks. Yep, Trey went off. And these teams are at the bottom of the barrel right now. Power ranking-wise, do you feel that this list is pretty accurate, Ben? Do you have any sleepers? And um, I guess at the end of the year, how do you think this list changes? For the most part, I mean, from what I've seen this season, I think it's pretty accurate. I do see the Toronto Raptors down there in the 10th spot. I do expect them to get in, um, you know, with with their own spot, not in a play-in game. They're a team that was really, you know, battling a lot of COVID. They were playing with very little players in Canada. They don't even allow fans into their arena. So, you know, they, they are playing with some negatives just going against them, but they seem to be getting healthier. 
Fred Van Fleet is balling. The rookie Scotty Barnes is doing a hell of a job over there as well. And it really just going to come down to Pascal Siakam. He's a guy who we mm. saw win the title with Kawhi, play well as a number two. But there's no doubt that they expected Pascal Siakam to be a number one. You know, with his size, his length, and his abilities, he just needs to be more consistent for the Raptors, man. But Fred Van Fleet, I really I really like Fred Van Fleet. Uh, he's, he's one of the Beard brothers. So <laughs> he always keeps it clean. Um, I do Not expect the I, I do expect the Raptors, you know, to get either the Hornets or the Wizards spot. Man, my team in the East this year, the Cleveland Cavaliers, bro. I'm happy to still see them earlier when we did our last oh. pull-up. They were in, I believe, fourth place. So they're still hanging around, you know, eight games over 500, which you didn't yeah. expect from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Seven and three in their last 10. Yeah, no, they've been balling. They did drop uh, to the Bulls last night. They lost the game to the Bulls, but I mean there's it was on the road, and there's just no shame in and dropping the game to the Bulls. But Darius Garland has been playing really well for, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Awesome point guard. Um, if you all have league pass, check out the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. They're pretty fun to watch. Side note here too, boys, on uh, if you guys like to bet, just the way that we do, Ben is a big fan, and we're a big fan of Cavs first half, and then the Darius Garland point prop over. So two little nuggets there to throw in some uh, betting into this Eastern Conference. Yeah, that Darius Garland assist, man, his assist was at seven and a half, probably a month and a half ago, and now it's at nine and a half. So the dude is, is an automatic double-double with the assist and the points. Um, and, yeah, he's something to look out for. And another one that's out there right now is Brooklyn Nets, whenever they play away. Obviously, right now, KD is yes. injured. He's out for a while, and we know that Kyrie's only playing away games, so he is going to be the fresher guy. He's chucking up about 23 to 24 shots a game. And they've got his point prop set around 23 and a half, 24 and a half. So he went for 30 last night. He went for 28 the night before. That's something to look out for. Kyrie Irving points props over. Dude, that is some sick, sick information, man, right there. Honestly, I mean, that's that's a nice little deep dive right there, man. I hope you got the floaties on. Just situation, just situations. Very true, very true. Um, the Heat, another solid team sitting up, uh, sitting up there in the Eastern Conference. Uh, They've my, been pretty banged up as well. The Miami Heat have had just guys filling true. in. Max Strauss. I mean, guys are making names for themselves. Bam Adebayo just came back after being hurt for a month and a half, and they're in the number two seed. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry's hurt right now. Jimmy Butler's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, Eric Spolster's a really good coach, and he's keeping it together in Miami. It, it's tough to say. I, I know I asked you, where do you see these teams You know, at the end of the year? Who gets in, who gets out? But as we're going to talk about a little later, the trade the trade deadline is going to have a lot to do with this because we have teams like the Celtics who are, you know, shopping pretty much everybody except for Kobe 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so everybody everybody's on the block for them. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers they did get Rajon Rondo. I mean, as as you mentioned, they've been your team all season. Then you get a playoff, uh, uh, you know, playoff uh, Rondo, Rondo but he got hurt. Really, yeah, you he's done for the year. I, he, not for the year, but he's out several months. So as, he okay. played one game and got hurt in his first game, bro. Well, it's, he's there with them. It's veteran leadership on that yeah, team. Yeah, for the playoffs for sure. The Bucks, I think, will be there at the end of the year. They climb into the one or two seed. Their, their consistency and their team, you know, that played together for so many years. I, I don't, I don't hate, you know, the Bucks being at the top of the power rankings because they're just that good. Um, that's how it is for the. For the East, we touched on it a little bit. Now let's switch over to what, the West. Talk to me. 
No, I was going to say, what team is your dark horse here in the East, or who do you who do you look forward to watching maybe come playoffs time? Man, I I, I will I will take this with a grain of salt. You guys were on this guy heavy, and you're smiling because I know who you know who I'm going to say. The Hornets, man. I am becoming a ball believer. Yeah, uh, becoming go. a ball believer. And, and we were talking about Terry Rozier, how he's just been going. Oh. Facts, bro. Facts. I mean, let's okay. Let's 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 dive into the Hornets real quick. Them as well in their last ten. They're seven and three. They're on a two-game winning streak. They're twelve and six at home, having a little trouble on the road at thirteen and four. But I mean, regardless of it, man, I think they have the top three, if not the top, uh, speed and play. These guys run up and down the court. They're a good team to bet the overs on. They did it last night. Um, fun, fun team to watch. They're a team that. Like the Cavaliers, like you mentioned, doesn't have a lot of stars, but man, are they putting it together? And it's very fun to watch these guys. I would love the Hornets to go deep into the Eastern Conference playoffs and see what this young, uh, you know, rookie of the year can do for him, man. Yeah, with with Rozier, with Ball, with uh, Plumley, they got um, who is it? PJ Washington. They got uh, the Bridges. The they got too. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, there you go, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, bro. But Bridges, bro, he's been he's been Bridges on MLK Day went for forty. He was going off without Lamelo Ball. I mean, they have a they have a good young team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gordon Hayward is that veteran guy. But what you know, Gordon Hayward hasn't had much success in the playoffs. But they have a bright future, and like you said, they're fun to watch. They're that league pass team, bro. They're that team you can get into <laughs> and watch them run up and down. Yeah, they don't get the TNT of the ESPN games, but very fun to watch regardless. And I think it's cool for basketball in general to have teams like the Bulls, like the Hornets. Uh, I mean, even even the Wizards with you know Bradley Beal going off there. Kuzma, yeah, Kuzma as well. You know, leaving the Lakers is that we get it. We get uh, new blood. You know, we get new teams. We get new players to watch, and everybody can you know become become a fan of different players and the mainstream guys. And then we're going to touch on that when we get to the all-star voting, a little segue there. But let's switch it over to the West and uh, let me know what you think about the West, man. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> I've been a, I've been watching the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think okay. the Minnesota Timberwolves are like the Cleveland Cavaliers of the West. They're young. They have really good skill at, mo- at pretty much every position and, and a guy that's just like defensive-minded also just in the starting lineup not somebody who has to touch the ball every play. So between D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns, you have a pretty good nucleus of just guys that can get their own bucket. That's three three out of the five starters that can just get their own bucket. They don't have to be set up. Leaving your other guys to be, you know, a three three and D guy or or just a spot-up shooter. I like the the Timberwolves a lot. I think that they do lack that veteran leadership. Maybe Patrick Beverly, you know, can – if anything, he's he's gonna he's gonna toughen them up. Pat Bev will toughen them up, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And we know and we know Carl Anthony Towns could use some toughening up. He's always getting punked by all the other centers. And he's, even, he, he's even been getting punked by by his girls too, homie. Everybody's yeah. been taking his chick. Yeah, he yeah. So, he's soft. He's a little he's, soft, but he has you know, a soft Patrick reputation. Beverly, Patrick Patrick Beverly, or you know. Yeah. If Patrick Beverly can't him, get any dog in them, then shit. That, we got to <laughs> give up on that boy. We got to give up that on analogy. Him. Yeah, um, but that's pretty much what, what I like to see. I like to see the Timberwolves in the mix. I think that they're pretty game. They're young. They're athletic, like I said. And they've been hanging with these teams. 
Um, I'm surprised to see the Clippers hanging around in, the, in that playing game as well. We know that Paul George probably is going to be shut down for the season. Kawhi's out for the season. Uh, the the Morris twin hasn't played since Jokic shoved his ass. It's been like two and a half months, bro. The guy hasn't played a game since Jokic retaliated on him. So yeah, he embarrassed, uh, man. He embarrassed as he should be because he's like I said it when that episode aired with us is he's always been the bully, and when yeah. the bully gets bullied, what the bully gonna do? You yeah. know, nothing. He gonna go. He's gonna go cry to mama. Yeah, go cry to his brother. Go cry to <laughs> go cry to twin bro. But yeah, the with Luke Kennard and and some, Reggie Jackson. You know, some of those guys, they're keeping it afloat. I mean, they, uh, they've they been winning some games that they shouldn't be winning. So that is surprising. I wonder if they stick around or if a team like Portland, once they get Dane back, CJ just came back. If a team like Portland is going to make a run, they're usually in the playoffs. We know they had to battle in in the bubble. And yeah. Dame, they pretty much created the playing game because Dane was saying, what am I going to the bubble for? We have no chance. If we, if so, so I expect the Portland, if – if not, if they don't get busy at the trade deadline, I mean, they're just going to have to lock in and try and make a run at one of these, you know, last three seeds for the playoffs. The first thing that I think of regarding the power rankings, looking at this list, man, compared to the one from the East, is the East has so much more talent and so much better teams, just more, you know, depth-wise in teams. And that's something we had talked about before is, is the, you know, is, is it changing to where we don't have all those western conference powerhouses anymore have has all the talent gone to the east and i'm looking at this man and i'm seeing the mavericks in the fifth seed the nuggets in the sixth seed and the wolves in the seventh i mean that's that's not great if you're the western conference man yeah. uh, it's not at all so if we go power rankings wise just to stick with that topic i would put a lot more eastern conference conference teams than i would in the west obviously teams like the suns definitely have to be there Best record but in the league, yeah. Best record in the league, of course. Other than the Warriors and the Grizzlies rounding out the top two and three, I mean, you could say maybe the Jazz, but yeah, everything else is pretty sketchy. But you yeah. you put teams like the Bucks, the the Brooklyn, yeah. you put the, the Bulls, Bulls, all of them, you'd yeah. put them over the Jazz for sure. The way that I mean, the Jazz lost to the Lakers and followed it up by losing to the Rockets. Yep. Um, that's not good at all. I mean, so top ten power rankings, you have to have at least six. Eastern Conference teams, maybe even seven. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Grizzlies at 31 and 16, third in the West. Jaws been balling. Uh, he, I mean, ridiculous. He's one of those players that could be the next generation. I don't know if he can get a push in such a small market, but they were comparing him to Giannis doing the same thing for Milwaukee, um, which was really, really cool to see a guy like Jaw. It's a good comparison. Very great comparison there. So I mean that that kind of just sums it up for me, man. As part as as far as the power rankings, but anything for, else that you want to say before we? Yeah, you know, just I want to touch on the quarter. Grizzlies, touch on the Grizzlies, and then it, just real quick the disparity. Like yeah, if you yeah. look at if you look at the games back here in the West, the second seat, the second place team is two and a half, and then you get five, six, nine, eleven. Now if you flip back mm -hmm. over to the Eastern Conference real quick, <clears throat> yeah, the, it's the the separations like. Yeah, so here up to the three seed, it's only half game back, the four yeah. seed, two games back, and then two and a half games back all the way to the six seed, and then four, six. It's it's tight, bro. It's tight. Yeah. So the Eastern Conference definitely looks like they're taking over, like you're saying. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've gotten more talent over there. And for the Grizzlies, we'll just end with that. Is I just I want to see them do it in a playoff series. I think that they're balling. They're a really good regular season team. Mm -hmm. But I wonder – like even uh, against a team like 
like the Nuggets or, or Dallas, if they can win a seven-game series because we know that the playoffs is different and yeah. they just have a bunch of young guys and Steven Adams holding it down in the paint. But it's Jared <laughs> Jackson, it's Bain, it's Zaire Williamson, it's Ja. They're, it's a, a very young team. So that's the only question mark that I have on them. But Ja has been fun as hell to watch, man. Man, definitely. Definitely. So that was it for the first quarter. Let's go ahead, switch on over to the second quarter here and what everybody's kind of been talking about, man. Trouble in La La Land. LeBron James, ever since he tweeted this, hashtag Laker, Na Laker Nation, I apologize and I promise will be better. January 16, 2022. And as we know, the infamous Russell Westbrook there on top with that lost look in his face. Like you, like you always thousand said. yard stare, thousand yard stare, wondering why can't why can't I ha hit a jump shot? Oh, what the fuck is wrong life. with that rim, fam? God. God. Is that a regular size rim? <laughs> that rim's bent, right? <laughs> Vogel benching him in the last four minutes of their game, and they interviewed him, and he said, "I, I should have put it this up there, but he said, I went with the guys that I thought could win the game." So that's a big shot to me. If you're Russell, I mean, you're the starting point guard of the team. Uh, he's not even an all-star. I'll just kind of lead with this. Surprisingly, I thought he would have been an all-star. We're going to touch on it later, but hasn't even voted in an all-star. The Lakers are 22 and 23, currently eighth in the West, 13 games back of first, and everybody's going to go to the excuse of no AD. So after touching those topics, Ben, let me know, man. Let me I'll, know how you feel. Just I'll start off with Drop cutting some them, knowledge cut, so cutting them a little bit up. of slack. I I mean, things will be better when AD I didn't gets expect back. that. I didn't expect that. I, I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to turn into contenders, but they will be more competitive. I mean, let's AD is a top 10 player in the NBA. Correct. I mean, let's not get it twisted. They could use him in the lineup. When anybody, when any other team has one of their star players hurt, they point to that right away. I think we've gotten a little lost in the sauce, the fact that AD is out. He is the youngest of their three stars. So, I mean, he's a regular season guy. LeBron, we know, has to save himself. He's been playing big minutes. They're playing him at the five now. They're very desperate. And we've heard about Vogel, you know, possibly being let go last week going into that Jazz game. They end up winning the game. Nothing happens. And then last night they dropped that stinker to the Pacers where they let LeVert go for 20 in the fourth. A troubling Pacers team. A struggling Pacers yeah. team. I and mean, they had nobody. Sabonis. Their whole so team is on the trade market except yeah. Sabonis. Yeah, and that's because he was their all-star, and he hasn't even been playing great. So it's not like you said, oh, well, Sabonis has been hot at least. So, you know, he showed out against the Lakers. No, he didn't even perform. Loss. That yeah, was a horrible, horrible loss. loss. Some, some fun facts on AD now that you brought him up. Of course, he's missed the last 15 games. The Lakers have gone 6-7 and seven since he went down. In his career, he's never played more than 75 games. In one season, which is, you know, a lot. 60-plus only once in the last four seasons as well. Of course, he leads the team in rebounds, and he is a second-leading scorer. So I think, yes, like you touched on, AD is a huge piece that's missing. But if you go back to the bubble, the thing that helped out the Lakers win was their defense. They played yeah. amazing defense. So that's one thing that they need to fix along with AD. Check these stats out for their half-court offense. If you want to talk about stagnant, if you want to talk about sluggish, they 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 actually take these stats, which is crazy. Like who sits there and analyzes this shit? But <laughs> the, but their speed, they're the slowest in the NBA as far as speed. The percentage of walking, they actually take that stat. Percentage of walking on the court, that's the lowest. And then finally, miles traveled. 
Like they got a damn, you know, little you know, tachometer on there. So like, it's crazy that they take these stats. But the miles traveled is the fewest in the NBA. So that half-court offense, bro, it's stagnant. They're not moving. They're not passing the ball. And then, of course, another thing that I look at is the big three. What's one thing that they love besides the lay and besides the money? They love the paint. AD's going to be on the block. LeBron, he's barely been shooting the three the last, you know, two, three years. But he loves to drive, either drive and dish or drive and score. And Brody, we know, we know. You ain't got no jump shot. <laughs> no, you love to get in the paint, you know, pad your stats with the rebounds. And that leads me to the next thing. Is Russ done? I mean, I, I saw, I mean, I ain't, I ain't going to front. I'll take this. I heard this, so it's not my information. But I heard Stephen A talking about it. Dude, he's played with guys like Harden, like Durant, like LeBron. I mean, you name it, the list, goes on. the list goes on and on. And what's one thing that he has that, uh, that he doesn't have that all the other guys have? Well, except for Harden maybe, but championships championships you know these guys have ships these guys get to the promised land why is it that he cannot do it why is it that whenever russell westbrook is on your team he either gets traded or he's the problem or he's the issue yeah and one last thing before you know i turn it over back to you the lakers what's one thing also that happens every single year it's a new damn team every year it's a new starting five there's trades here and trades there you never get the same lakers team i mean the core kind of stays there maybe the last couple years you know an ad and lebron you know two guys out of the whole squad but other than that every single year it's not like the bucks you know it's not like other teams that have paid together for a long time yeah no so those are those are kind of my you know issues with the lakers however we all know that it's not even the All-Star game yet. It's not hit the panic button just yet. I look for them to end up middle of the pack because the West isn't as strong. Four to five, four to fifth seed, maybe six seed, hopefully. And uh, we don't have to play one of the top teams, you know, being at the eighth or the seventh seed. And we kind of make it to the second, third round and get lucky, man, and go to the ship. But yeah. you, let us you, know. you gave me a lot there, Ron. You gave me a lot there. <laughs> I, I'm glad you mentioned that pace, the pace, because, I mean, one thing we all knew coming into the season was we were calling it the the nursing home. We were calling it the old people's home with the way the roster was set up. So it only makes sense that they're the slowest team in the NBA. We know how LeBron likes to play. He's a half-court player. But slowest pace in the league and Russell Westbrook don't belong in the same sentence, cuz. It does not. All we've known Russell Westbrook for is explosiveness and going down the court. That, I mean, how did in, – in 2021, how did they not – know that that shit wasn't going to work, bro. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. We want to play a half-court game, so we're going to come and pick up Russell Westbrook instead of, you know, not not going for Westbrook, getting Buddy healed, signing DeMar DeRozan for the $44 million that Russell Westbrook makes. You could have had two players and still kept Caruso. But no, you decided to bring in the third star, and you said it any time to hit the panic button, but they're hitting the panic button, bro. Vocal benching Russ is just the last try. He don't give a fuck anymore. He said, yo, fam, I'm as good as gone, but I got an extension after we won a title, and I'm going to get paid out no matter yeah. what. You know what I mean? Ben Palenka. Bro, your name. Ben Palenka, was it, baby. Was it Palenka? Was it LeBron? Was it a combination of both? How much say did LeBron have in Russ coming over? Mm-hmm. It was a horrible move. That contract, $44 million this year, $47 million next year, and then he's done. But LeBron is signed for this year and next year as well. So 
but you know, when Russ is a free agent, maybe next year it'll be a little bit more of a tradable contract because the money will be off the books after next year. So teams usually mm -hmm. look to unload money and they'll they'll take players who are on the last year of their deal. But forty-four million this year, it's going to be hard, very hard to let him go. The coach will be fired within the next week, no doubt about it. He won't last a week. Um, and to see them under five hundred at about Crazy. almost. Almost the midway point of the season. I mean, we've got the all-star break here in a week or two. Um, not good, bro. Not good at all. I think that, like I said, Vogel's just at that last thing. Like, they're even talking about he has the permission from the uppers, uh, upper, upper, you know, head honchos to go ahead and play Russ the way he wants to play him. You know, Jimmy it's, Wests, the Wests. The yeah, West. it, it's, it's getting bad, bro. It's getting bad in L.A. They do need some sort of change. They don't have many assets. The one thing that they fucked up when they brought Russ in is no more flexibility. That's 44 million. Yep. You know what I mean? That's two, three players that could have been assets to deal if it wasn't working out. Now it's just one guy and he's not very tradable because he's shooting, you know, 40% from two and 30% from three and the turnovers are insane. So, and he's man. been, he's been with half the league already. He's like, he's like that, you know, he's like that girl at the party. He's like that girl at the school, you know, <laughs> Every, everybody's had a little turn. So nobody wants her on the squad anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's been, he's been loving the crew. You know, he's been loving the crew. <laughs> too many crews, so, too, too many, many crews. crews. Now Russ, Russ belongs on a team like Orlando or Detroit where he could just go out there, run around like crazy, get a triple double. <laughs> Put a couple asses in the seats because those teams don't sell tickets uh -oh. and have fun, bro. But, you know, yeah. as far as being on a contending team and making it work, the, those days are over. Well, as far as the Lakers go, hopefully AD comes back. The big three pull it, put it together. And after the all-star break, go on this crazy run and, uh, you know. <laughs> Tell Santa Claus what else you want, cuz what else do you want? Give, uh, contention, you contention to the Suns and the Warriors and the and those uh, the best uh, shooting. We'll, we'll know, leave it with this, Ron. Do you honestly think that they will be contenders, or do you just want them to like maybe win a win around in the playoffs? No, I mean, clearly, clearly, best case scenario is they put it all together. AD comes back, Russ, you know, finally, you know, starts hitting that jump shot, and they can kind of you know mesh, and finally, it'll just click. That's best case scenario. Does that happen? I highly, highly doubt it. The guys okay. haven't played together. I just, as much as I want to, let's be real. It's a very, very slim chance. If it does, great. If it doesn't, it's what I expected. Kind of like the Cowboys. If they go to hey, the football, great. All right, we'll leave on that because that's perfect. very honest. I but like halftime, like second quarter's over, halftime. Hey, we're so, coming uh, right out of rolling, baby. <laughs> All right, start of, the third quarter. start of the third quarter, baby. Let's get into it. This is something you wanted to uh, talk about. You had some issues. You had some qualms. What has yeah. my eyes? Let's talk. Let's get into the All-Star Game 2022 voting. We got the West on the left, the East on the right. Front runners. I'll just name the front runners real quick. Top three. Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid uh, in the front court. DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, and Zach Levine uh, in the backcourt for the East. The West, my boy LeBron, of course, Jokic and Wiggins, surprising name there in the front court. And then we have Curry, Grizzlies, John Morant, and Luca the God for the guards in the West. So, Ben, tell me what you think. What are your issues with the All-Star Game voting and my, the whole process itself? Yeah, my issues are, are you know, Clay Thompson and Kyrie Irving. 
Um, two guys that are probably going to get in, no doubt about it, and they're going to keep players like Darius Garland out. I mean, like, why is Derrick Rose in the voting right now? If he's that's insane, you know what I mean? I mean? He, like, he hasn't even played; he's hurt. It, it's it's dumb. Carmelo Anthony, get the fuck out of here! Come on, <laughs> now. like, get out of here! I think the fan vote is just a little too much, man. Like Damian Lillard, Aldridge? how much has Damian Lillard played this season? Like, I get it that they're still the stars, but there's some young guys that, if you appreciate basketball, are balling and do deserve mm -hmm. to be in there. It's pretty good to see Andrew Wiggins up there at number three. We know yeah. the Warriors Warriors fan base is pretty strong which is why he's so high. Not saying that he doesn't belong, but you wouldn't yeah. expect him to be number three in total voting. So I don't like the, the fan voting system, bro. I think that, you know, fat, some fan bases just take over. I mean, we got the Warriors starting five, all going to be in the All-Star games and shit. <laughs> and, and yes, you know, Wiggins and Curry do deserve it. I think that that's about it for the Warriors. But it, it's sad that it'll, it'll keep some guys out that you deserve to be in there. Anthony Edwards has been balling. Yes, and he's sir. probably not going to get in. And listen, Rudy Gobert, we need to stop voting for that guy because nobody wants to see his ass in the All-Star game. He ain't got shit to give us. A defensive uh, expert, no. And then you have, like, a side note here, DJ Khaled going on Instagram and Twitter and all social media saying, that vote Bama to buy you, get him in. So it has turned into a little bit of a publicity, you know, kind yeah, of Yeah, and that answers rolling question because he was, he was asking the other day why Shea Serrano, who's a, a, you know, right here local in San Antonio, big Spurs fan, um, and he's verified on Twitter, but he was wondering why he does not tweeting like DeJounte Murray for the All-Star game. Yeah. Like people with those big platforms, he was wondering if they were allowed to push it. But now that you say DJ Khaled yeah. was trying to get Bam out of bio in there, then that answers our question. Like, why is Paul George number four? He's, not even, <laughs> he's done for the season, bro. It's just so stupid. Like, come the on, thing, fans. The thing that I don't like is that, okay, these guys get voted in. First of all, if they're not playing, they're going to come out and say, oh, you know, we decline. If they're a little bit hurt, if they just want rest, they come out and they say that right before the game. And yeah. then what do we have to do? We have to wait and to see, oh, who's going to replace them. And then it's kind of like, man, that sucks. Just because this guy doesn't want to play, that's why you got in. Why right. not just leave it all open? The fans Booker like, last year, remember Booker made a yeah. big deal about it and ended yeah, up getting dude. in. Yes, exactly. And it's like, why not just leave it open, right? And then – the, as fans, we know who's hurt, who's probably not going to play. Guys who we don't want to see in the All-Star game, like a Rudy Gobert, you know, and hey, you never know. Maybe the guys, the Darius Garlands in the world move up from nine to four, you know, or three. Uh, somebody somebody that, that that I like, you know, which you kind of put me on to this year, specifically, he's been in the league, is a guy like Jared Allen for the Cavs, you know, yeah. who's in six, who definitely should be a little bit higher, you know, in my opinion. And I don't, I don't really care to see Jimmy Butler. I'd rather see you know, Jared Allen said to Jimmy Butler. Um, but yeah, man, definitely, definitely some issues with this whole fan thing. Uh, do you think that the NBA needs to implement something that makes this game a little bit more meaningful? Yeah. I know they, I know they threw some money at the, at the winning team last year, but any ideas that you have been Palinka on what the NBA might do to we've, uh, we've kind seen, of entice these guys? We've seen baseball, I believe go with the winner, uh, they did it where the, like the winner in the world that got home field advantage in the World Series, whatever mm -hmm. division won the All Star game. But I don't see the NBA doing that just because wow. these teams fight so hard, you know, for mm -hmm. that best record in the league to host it. I don't think that they are, bro. And the NBA is a big player friendly league. They love, you know, the fan interaction. So I don't see this, them changing this at all. But like Lamarcus Aldridge is in the top ten of All Star voting. 
I mean, that guy was retired last year, bro. What are we doing? We want what are we doing? We, we want to overwork this guy and have him collapse in the All Star game. Get, this is this is horrible. Good to see Miles Bridges in there. In yeah, the Eastern Conference, say. there is some younger guys who yeah. are going to get an opportunity, and it's because the teams are balling. Yes, and and as soon as I started reading these lists, I was like, man, Andrew Wiggins, Paul George for the West. I mean, I was like, man, our point is just getting proven more and more about how the East is kind of taking over the NBA. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, another one of your boys, you know, definitely made the list there uh, at number seven. Zach Levine at number three, which, you know, figures is going to get there. But another young guy from the East who participates, you know, in the slam dunk contest a couple of times, slam dunk champion. So those guys are always cool to see. Uh, I, I think we need to move on more with the newer generation because yes. – because the more, you know, exploitation that these guys get, maybe not exploitation, but, you know, Exposure. the more these guys, yeah, there you go. There, there that, that's the right word right there. Exposure that these guys get. Sorry, we do it live around here. So, yeah, you know, yeah, we don't yeah. off the dome, off the dome. Yeah, we know we don't, we don't edit shit around here. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, the more that the public can see these guys play, the more fans that they can become of these guys, you know? So people, younger kids, I should say, won't get pushed to the KDs and the Hardens and the LeBrons. You know, they can start wearing different jerseys on their back yeah. and, you know, make the fan base grow and make the game grow. And these smaller markets can become bigger markets. And then we can stop having to see teams on NBA League Pass and see them on TNT and ESPN. Exactly. There you go. You said <laughs> we don't see the Hornets very much on TNT. No. Yeah, so let's no. see Melo Ball in the All-Star game, right? Hell yeah, man. But to your Hell point, yeah. we'll close to your point on that jerseys, Ron. There was a story going around last week. The Memphis Grizzlies, they had too many fans show up. You know, with Stephen Curry jerseys to the game wow. and other players. So what they did is they said if kids bring in their jerseys of whatever jersey that they bring in, they'll get yeah. everybody will get a free John Moran jersey. Wow. So like, the Grizzlies, like you said, small market and they're doing shit right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna push these John Moran jerseys out, even if we gotta give them out. God damn it, just turn that up. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it could it could just be like. A kid likes basketball. His parents want to buy him a jersey, and they're like, oh, well, that guy Steph Curry's pretty good. Let's just give yeah. him one of those. And then the kid becomes a fan, and they live in Memphis. They go to a game, and the, you know, what if the kid loves John Moran, but he's got a, a Curry jersey on? Exactly. So, That's exactly very, what happened. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Very smart by Memphis. I applaud you, Memphis, Tennessee, home of the Titans as well. They're doing it for Dolph. Oh, they're doing it for Dolph. All right, that wraps up a quick third quarter. The third quarter always goes kind of quick, not just in the NBA, but here. So let's round it up, Ben. Let's go to the fourth quarter. Let's get to the meat and potatoes, the trade deadline. All right, NBA trade line, NBA trade deadline, February 3rd. We're January 20th, so I would say uh, about less than two weeks away. Yeah, less than yeah. two weeks away. Some things that have already popped off. There he is, playoff Rondo, like we touched about. He did get hurt, but he did get traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. This one just recently happened, I want to say. The Knicks acquired Reddish for Knox. Knox has been hurt, hasn't been playing. A guy like Cam Reddish, he could add a little bit to that Knicks team who has guards hurt. Uh, just like you mentioned earlier, Derek Rose is out. Uh, him and maybe Julius Randle hopefully can you know, work some kind of connection. You never know. Uh, either way, I don't think it's great for the Knicks just because they're not a great team this year. Also, big names, man. Simmons, Ben Simmons. Is he going to go? Is he not? Dame time. It's either him or McCullum. Anthony Simons has stepped up as a guard there. So does that kind of, you know, sway Portland to say maybe it is time to get rid of Dame? But besides these three early, you know, plays here or, you know, deals that have already been made, right. what teams 
need to trade not just to better the team in general, but for contention. What teams are kind of, you know, they're on that fence right now to where a good player, a good trade can take them to the promised land. Yeah. What do you think, man? I'll just touch on the Knicks real quick. Getting Reddish, that was, um, you know, Barrett's teammate at Duke. So they're linked up. We know that Zion has been wanting to go to New York. We'll see if we get all three of them eventually. But I will say that was a good trade for the Knicks. You know, they gave up Knox and and a protected pick that they had gotten from, I believe, Charlotte for Cam Reddish. And they're a team, I mean, in signing Fournier, getting Kemp, trading for Kemba, they, like, it, it does make sense to me as to why they're not in the playoffs this year. And we got to remember, last year they were the four seed. They were hosting a home playoff game, a series against the Atlanta Hawks. But those two signings made them a lot softer and very inconsistent guys. Kemba had, you know, gotten out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be their starting point guard. So I will commend them for this move. It is a move in the right track. Now, teams that need to make moves. One move as a Rocket fan that I've been lobbying for, you know, for the last two months probably is Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon for the Rockets, we know he's the vet on the team. You know, he's shooting 45% from three this year, 40% from uh, 52% from two. So he's been solid. He's a great three-point shooter, and the Lakers need shooters. What the Lakers did over this offseason and, you know, getting rid of all their shooters, KCP, uh, Kuzma, although he was kind of a chucker, but Caruso – as well, mm-hmm. like they brought in a bunch of guys that didn't fit their scheme, bro. You know, mm-hmm. they brought in a bunch of more one-on-one guys instead of guys that LeBron could just pass the ball to, they'll spot up and shoot, like the offense that they play. So they need a guy like Eric Gordon. I think a guy like Eric Gordon could help them, you know, win a playoff series, not necessarily be contenders, because as long as Russ is there, I don't think that they will yeah. be contenders. But Eric Gordon can help a team that, you know, he he's got a little PJ Tucker dog in him too, you know. A little yeah, bit. They were they were they were teammates for a while. He's not somebody who's afraid to get on the floor for a loose ball, you know. Uh, spot up, you know, not spot up, but maybe guard up a bigger a bigger forward. You know, he is a smaller guy, but he, you know he's somebody who can get on, you know, a four. You know, maybe not a center, but somebody who can definitely you know help, yeah, help yeah, out yeah. defensive wise. And and I mean like the Lakers, the last asset that they have besides Russ, if anybody will take Russ, is THT. And I think that Lakers fans are kind of tired of THT, from what I've heard, for the most part. I am. You are. You are. They yeah, had a lot of. I, they had a lot of hope for THT, bro. Did. But he's very inconsistent. He's still young. But a team like the Rockets that is built on nothing but 18, 19, 20 year olds. I mean, bring <laughs> THT over. He fits that. You know, let's see what they can develop him into with with a change of scenery. We've seen guys like Kuzma go to the Wizards. And you know, become a double double guy, just not being in the on the spotlight of being on a LeBron James team. And every time I shoot, I gotta turn around and look and see if LeBron's yeah. giving me a look. Like, yo, you rebound, shouldn't be shooting that shit. Rebound prop there for for yeah, that, that uh, shit's the at nine and a half. Now, that chat. shit's at nine and a half now. But yeah, Kyle Kuzma it. rebounds over. Look into it. Look yeah, into he, it. He's been rebounding his ass off, man. He's been playing well. But the Lakers, I think that they do need to make a move for a player like that. Another guy that was out there was uh um that needs to be traded the big man for the Pacers. We did Miles yeah. Turner. But yes, he, Miles Turner. He did hurt, hurt his foot, though. Yes, he hurt yeah. his foot, so that kind of messed everything up. There was talks with him going possibly to the to the Mavericks um, for a pick and a player. There talks about Brunson or Finney Smith and a mm-hmm. first-round pick. So we'll see what happens there. But they've also been talking about trading Karius LeVert. The Pacers are pretty much selling everybody. Yeah. They're a team that has guys out there. 
We know that the Blazers are going to have to make a move. Is it going to be CJ now that he's back? Is it going to be Dane? Are they going to just keep trying the same shit and hoping, praying yeah. it works? But, I mean, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over without, uh, any, without, without anything working. And that's expecting different the results. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but um, uh, I think that the just like you said, man, the Blazers are that team that you could point to, and they're at the top of the list of, you know, get to the mountaintop, but they just never hoist up the trophy. They're always there, and something always goes wrong because they need that missing piece. Yeah. And I think that McCullum and Dame are the same player. I mean, exactly, not, bro. Obviously, you know, Dame's you know a better, I mean, better, Dame's but their game, you know, their game, skilled, but their game is exactly the same, man. Exactly. So besides that, some other just potential, you know, trade talk that has been going on. Uh, I know we mentioned the Pacers, but De'Aaron Fox, you know, maybe going to the Pacers. Gordon from from the Rockets. However, Houston came out and did say we will not be taking crumbs. They want a first. Gordon. They want a they first, want a first pick. Turner from the Pacers. Uh, going back to L.A., DeAndre Jordan and maybe Bazemore uh, or somebody who you can maybe package together. I, I know, I know it's a little bit of a reach, but, hey, it's still out there. Another team besides the the Blazers in the Western Conference, the Mavs. They showed out. They showed out last year. They have Luca the God. Uh, I've heard, you know, maybe a guy like Jalen Brown, because we do know that the Celtics are considering moving players. They they're considering moving on from Shooter already. Basically, uh, like I said, everybody but you know Tatum should be on the block for the Celtics. So I, the Mavs I, are a team that I think can work something out to bring a big name. What the Mavs and the Blazers right now are to me, those two teams that can bring up that big name and then finally get there, man, finally get to the top. I've had a shout out David Bridgewater. He's a, he's a Celtics yeah, fan, friend of the Celtics. podcast. Um, and we've been talking and Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown and some other players got to be packaged for Dave. I think that Dame and, and Tatum and Jason Tatum could be a pretty solid combo. That's we, scary. The exact same thing that you just said about CJ and Dame, it's the same thing with Jalen Brown and Tatum, bro. They're yeah. just one-on-one -on -one guys doing their own shit. We've heard Marcus Smart already complaining about it. We're playing too much one-on-one -on -one basketball. We yeah, they don't pass it. the ball. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, that works. Get you know, get Jalen Brown over there to, to Portland and let him be the man. You know, mm -hmm. not be necessarily under Tatum's shadows. And it could possibly be a change of scenery for Damon Lillard. So I would like to see them work something out. Sometimes with guys, you just need a little change of scenery. And I think that Dane playing in Boston with, you know, it, it could give him that spark again because I forgot he's played, you know, this season. You know, we ain't even heard Wally Garza. Ain't no, <laughs> is it, no Dame, Dame time. No Dame time this year. And I think if you're the Celtics, you know, one of the story franchises in the NBA to get a guy like Damian Lillard to a team like the Celtics to Boston to the you know East Coast and away from a smaller market like Portland. You know, he's gonna go from coast to coast, from the West Coast to the East Coast. But man, that would drive sales, that would drive yeah. tickets. I mean, if you're the Celtics front office right now, you gotta find something to do because you're another team who's right there at the cusp of it, and you get a guy like Dame, you lose a couple pieces that you know you can do away with it. You know, aren't going to bring you those points, you know, every single game who aren't going to bring you that attention away from Tatum. You got another star. That's a definite possibility. The East is a little packed, like we said, but I think Dame to the Celtics would be huge, man. And those are um, two teams that are hanging around in the ninth and 10th spot. Mm -hmm. They need to shake shit up. You know, yep. we, we've seen it. Go ahead and do it, man. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like fantasy football. You know, you, you, 
Sometimes you just need Sometimes that trade, cuz. Something drastic. Sometimes yeah. you got to trade for Debo, you know? There it you is go. what it is. There you go. <laughs> but, man, that's it for me as far as, you know, this NBA pull-up episode. We went through all four quarters. Anything else that you want to say? Uh, nah, that's all as, I got, man. We, you know, we did. As as we, pull up? Nah, just uh, glad to finally talk some NBA again. Uh, yes. You know, next time we do this, we with football winding down, this is pretty much what it's going to be. It's going to be NBA pull-ups. Um, we'll get MMA? rolling on here. MMA, yeah, the, the MMA is going to be going year round, and that's also what I was going to plug. We dropped that yeah. MMA tap hour video. We've got one play yeah. on there in the co-main event for two big title fights. You know, the card is kind of weak, but those two title fights, they might just be worth the you know seventy dollars. I know I I'll be tuning have a little, in. I know. I, I think. I think we might have a little promo for that. Let me. See. Yeah, there it is, man. So I know you and Justin usually hold it down for that. This Saturday, the 22nd, there is a UFC card. The video is out on on, on Facebook, guys, if you guys want to watch YouTube, it. YouTube, Facebook. YouTube, Facebook. It's a podcast. It's it's on Apple. It's on Spotify. If you just want to listen Tolte. and not watch. Yeah. yeah, if you want to just you know throw in the headphones, um, you know, when you're out there at work or, you know, a little break, whatever it is, man. The podcasts are out there. Ben and Justin did a hell of a job on it. And the fights are this Saturday. So they talk about betting as well. They they you know did their predictions. So if you guys want to throw in some bets, that's definitely the podcast to listen to. We're also going to have NFL, Ben. Bill yeah, we're going to have to do some NFL Saturday, uh, Sunday possibly. We might come on just 30 minutes, talk about the two games on Saturday. 30 minutes, talk about the two games on Sunday. Sunday, I'm I'm going all the way up on Sunday. Big game this Sunday. <laughs> oh shit! Ga- game of the year. Game what of the it? year possibility. Five thirty. Five thirty Sunday Five night. Oh. Chiefs against Bills. Jesus, you're gonna call in to work on Monday, Papa. Nah, Good. I'm not gonna call in. <laughs> gonna call in. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is that on your shirt, though, man? I, I can't. I can't. So, are we I, talking about? Sports I can't see that drip, logo. man. Logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. F- finally, finally. Usually you tell me I ain't got no damn swag, but I'm glad you like the fit today. Cause... I haven't even got one of those, so I need to get myself one of those. An official exclusive We Talking About Sports tee. But other than that, man, for the NBA pull-up for We Talking About Sports, I'm Ron and I'm out. Peace. My boy ben, anything to say to the, to, the, to the viewers before we go? Nah, man, we'll see you on Saturday. Join us on Saturday. Listen to this. When, be here. Saturday we're going live, so it won't be recorded. Join us Saturday live. Saturday we do it live. Tune in. Thanks for watching, guys. Peace. Peace.